0: All right everybody, I'm Logan Alec. I'm a CPA and this is my update for Friday, April 2nd. As I mentioned previously this week, social security recipients and other recipients of federal benefits who do not file a tax return should have their stimulus payments by next Wednesday in so far as your stimulus payment is being electronically delivered, direct express, direct deposit. Etc. cetera, uh, somewhere around that day of next Wednesday at least. Depending on your bank, you might even see a little earlier than that. Uh, be sure to check the Get My Payment tool today and over the weekend because the IRS said it would be updating that this weekend for y'all at this point the main group that we're waiting for is recipients of Veterans Affairs benefits, the IRS still hasn't released a payment date for them so hopefully we'll get some information next week But I don't have an update on uh, Veterans Affairs benefits today. Um, now if you're still eligible for a payment and you still haven't received a your payment yet and you don't fall into one of those groups I mentioned, Leave a note in the comments, let us know your circumstances, what you're seeing from the Get My Payment tool, maybe there will be others in the same situation. I know this is a slow process, it's really frustrating uh, when you should be seeing that money in your account and it's not showing up for some reason or another, Uh, but everyone who is eligible should be receiving a payment at some point even if it takes a little longer for some than others or a little bit longer than expected. Alright, let's get into the news. Uh, first thing I want to mention is some some sad news pertaining to the Capitol. Uh, there was a lockdown at the Capitol today after someone infiltrated the premises, they reportedly ran their car uh, into a security barricade, came out with a knife, um, officers shot and killed the suspect, unfortunately one Capitol Police officer uh, passed away as a result of this. Um, another officer was injured as well. Um, so the Capitol itself is under lockdown, um, Neither house is in session right now so there's no there is no threat to to lawmakers or anything like that but I just wanted to highlight this piece of capital news before getting into the usual policy updates All right now let's talk about infrastructure. Uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has been tra- trying to change the Senate's approach to reconciliation. Punchbowl reported this morning that the Senate parliamentarian may be issuing her ruling on Schumer's proposal later today. I brought this up in another recent update but basically Schumer's idea is that the Senate should be able to use reconciliation twice per fiscal year. Historically, the Senate has only been able to pass a single reconciliation bill as the budget resolution for a given fiscal year. For example, the American Rescue Plan was the budget resolution for 2021, which would usually mean that they could only pass another reconciliation package for the uh, the 2022 budget. Right, and that's what Schumer wants to change. This argument is based on Section 304 of the Congressional Budget Act of 1974 uh, which basically says that Congress can pass a budget for each fiscal year and then one more resolution to either revise or reaffirm that budget, so Schumer wants to position the American Jobs Act as a revision of the 2021 budget resolution, and if the parliamentarian rules in his favor then they would be able to repeat this process for each fiscal year, let's say they apply the American Jobs Plan Act, uh, the Biden infrastructure part of the Biden infrastructure plan to 2021 instead of 2022, then they can make the American Families Plan, the other half of Biden uh, infrastructure plan. Uh, the first reconciliation bill for 2022 and then follow that up with another piece of legislation later on. I know this is a bit technical, but the point is that Democrats know how difficult, difficult it will be to get sixty votes and overcome the filibuster on almost any important piece of legislation right now, so they know reconciliation will be crucial for advancing their agenda over the next two four years at least. Um, Again, the parliamentarian hasn't made a ruling yet, Punchbowl is saying that it could come as early as today, uh, but I'll have that information for you as soon as it comes out. One question Democrats are going to face over the next few months is whether their proposal is really necessary with the economy already recovering. The Bureau of Labor Statistics released some promising figures earlier today through the monthly employment situation summary. They found that total nonfarm payroll went up by 916,000 with overall unemployment falling slightly from 6.2 percent to 6 percent even, uh, which is still much higher than it was before the whole COVID situation, it was as low as 2.5 percent in February's last year, Uh, unemployment has been steadily decreasing of course since it peaked at just under 15 percent last April. The biggest gains came in leisure and hospitality with more states opening back up, that industry is still underemployed by nearly 20 percent compared to where it was before the pandemic. But again, we've seen a lot of progress since last spring. So again, the obstacle for Democrats is going to be justifying trillions of dollars in new spending in an economy that's slowly growing back to normal on its own, the Biden administration has already been positioning this as something that will take us beyond that they've talked a lot about economic gains going to the rich, corporations not paying enough in taxes, uh, our government failing to build infrastructure and provide uh, for seniors, uh, underserved communities, etc. and it will be interesting to see how people respond to that and whether they can get the entire democratic caucus on board with what would likely be the most expensive legislation in American history if you take the Americans jobs plan and the American families plan together. Before I sign off, I just want to bring up one last story, the CDC released new travel guidelines today, this is just one more step We're removing some of these restrictions and getting back to normal life, or at least the new normal. Of course the CDC still recommends delaying any international travel until you are fully vaccinated, but once you have the vaccination you should be able to start thinking about those plans, here's what they say for people who are fully vaccinated. First, you should continue to follow the CDC's recommendations for traveling safely and get tested three to five days after travel. Second, you do not need to get tested before leaving the United States unless your destination requires it. Third, you do not need to self-quarantine after arriving in the United States. One thing I would want to emphasize here is that you will probably need to set up a COVID test while you're out of the country. Uh, The guidelines specifically mention that all air passengers coming to the United States including U.S. citizens and fully vaccinated people are required to have a negative COVID-19 test result no more than three days before travel or documentation of recovery from COVID-19 in the past three months before the board of flight to the United States. That can be complicated to figure out if you're in another country, uh, so I would just advise you to consider some of those arrangements before you leave, uh, look into testing at your destination, uh, especially if there's a language barrier or you're unfamiliar with the country. Uh, I wouldn't want to go without that information, obviously. But again, it's great that travel is starting to become more and more of a possibility, at least to some other countries. Uh, I would encourage everyone watching this, uh, you know, to get vaccinated as soon as possible, and I'll bring you any further updates to the CDC guidelines. Alright everybody, that's all I have for you today, as always I want to thank you for watching, I really really do appreciate your support, have a great Friday evening everybody, and I will see you tomorrow, bye-bye.